time moves so slowly down here. Oh, hi! Welcome once again to Citanium Mine. Thank you for joining me. Uh, so glad to have the company. It gets very lonely down here. Hey, so as you're probably aware, 2021 just ended, and 2022, surprisingly enough, came afterward. I had a lot of games that I was able to play and did a whole video and an episode here about every single one of the games that I played from that year. But there were several that were on my uh, bucket list for 2021. The games that I was at least interested in playing that came out that I have not gotten around to playing. And so I thought that I would do something kind of interesting and discuss the other games that are on my checklist. Uh, these are not in any particular order, mind you, because, again, I haven't played them, so I really don't know which order they should be in. But these are essentially the ones that I'm going to try to knock out at some point, probably before the end of this year. And if I don't, chances are I probably never will. So we'll see. But let's just run through them. So the first one that's on here is a title I looked at early in the year, and it was from a company that is used to making horror games. So I wasn't real sure if I wanted to play it, but I liked the concept, and it's called The Medium. The interesting thing about The Medium, from what I can see, is the idea of it being done with two characters that are playing simultaneously through two different landscapes. So one character can see things that the other character can't. Uh, etc., etc. One that is much more grounded in reality and one that is much more fantastical. I know that it has some horror elements and I'm not always big on those, but I liked the idea that they were trying a different concept. It is not able to be played on a lot of older systems. It really requires newer hardware, and although I can play it on computer, frankly, I, I would like to be able to play it on an Xbox Series X if I can ever get my hands on it. I think I would have a better experience playing on a big screen without any other distractions around me for the ambiance. Uh, frankly, I had heard some mixed reviews of Biomutant, but that doesn't stop me from wanting to see for myself what it actually is. I liked the idea of having a character that you could change and, you know, move parts around, uh, see different, you know, builds for your character, and then also to apparently put that into, like, an open landscape, almost uh, Ubisoft-style big old sandbox, but with your genetically mutated animal. If that doesn't sound like it's worth trying, I don't know what does, frankly. Artful Escape is on here, and that is one that got a lot of critical acclaim. It was up for Game of the Year awards, etc. Uh, not because necessarily it's long. It definitely isn't known for its game length, or even for the amount of mechanics that it has in it. It's not about being deep, but it's about being aesthetically pleasing in uh, like a rhythm-based 2D platformer. I liked this as a concept. I liked the look of it. The sprites occasionally reminded me a little too much of like the old Flash games, but in some ways I think that that is supposed to work to its advantage when it is going through this landscape and using rhythm 
uh, and the power of your guitar to bring about these wonderful flair of of graphic design. Uh, very interested to see what that design is, and uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Psychonauts in that way, at least in the look and the feeling of it. Diablo 2 Resurrected, yeah, I mean, in some ways I have played this. I've actually played a good deal of this in the yeah. fact that I played the original, not this new Resurrected version that they have out. But I was interested to see what they did with Resurrected for any kind of, you know, user interface or quality of life improvements. And of course, for the graphic design, which will probably make it look more like I thought it looked at the time. Because the thing is, this is kind of a cheat. I've already played so much Diablo 2, I can't even quantify it. There were a couple good years where it was literally like the game I played. There there wasn't really anything. I don't even know if there were any other games I was playing during that time. So I've actually played a whole lot of Diablo 2. It's just mostly the resurrected part. And I'm mostly waiting for a moment where it at least goes on some kind of free trial re weekend. I've been told that it happened a couple times, but I can never find where I can access it. Uh, so there's that. So like Ubisoft titles, I'm bound to play basically everything that they make. It's just that I don't need to play them right away. I just figure that in the future, at some point, I will probably get to pretty much everything that they put out. Far Cry 6 is no exception, and although I am a fan of the series, I get less and less enthusiastic about it with each iteration, and I wasn't real big on 6 uh, looking at it originally. That doesn't mean I don't want to play it. I have had a lot of fun playing those games, even the ones that were not necessarily the best efforts. I still think have a, enough merit in terms of just the sheer enjoyment that you get out of it. It is a little copy-paste, uh, but that doesn't mean that it's not worth at least trying to see if it is uh, a good installment. And I want to see if they actually effectively use Giancarlo Esposito. I don't think they do, but I want to know. I've been a little out of practice when it comes to real-time strategy games, but they did just release Age of Empires 6. And if there was anything that was going to get me back into the genre, that would probably be the title. I played Age of Empires 2 way back when, and I remember it being one of the hallmarks of that genre. I really liked the structure of that. I really liked how it played. Six has been getting a lot of good press lately, and so if I am ever going to get back into it, I am probably going to use that as my point of entry. Okay, Deathloop. So, I am a sucker for Arcane. I know that this has had some really great press and some Game of the Year awards, and then I've heard some other people that were like, meh, not exactly Arcane's best outing. And I can, in some ways, understand both these points of view. Because Arcane's best outings are incredibly good. And even some of their more lackluster offerings could still be Game of the Year competition. I don't expect this necessarily to be as good as, say, Prey or Dishonored, but that doesn't mean that I don't want to see it for myself or play it for myself. It Takes Two is 
another one of those Game of the Year competitors that looked like a really interesting time. Of course, I would have to have somebody around that would want to play with me because it is very much a co-op game. I think that is probably the biggest limiting factor of that title is the idea that it really lends itself to cooperative play and not to single player. And that keeps single player lovers like myself at bay. But if I could just find one other person that wanted to try running through it with me, I would definitely want to play it. I'd probably want to stream it. Guardians of the Galaxy is on this list because although I was kind of blasé on Avengers... It is becoming pretty obvious from the press that came around this that, shockingly, this is not in the same boat. Guardians has a much better story, from what I am told. It has a much better uh, look and feel and mechanics that make it more satisfying and good, because Avengers would have been amazing, would have been absolutely incredible if it could get down the nuanced parts of that, where the mechanics flowed real well, the gameplay felt super solid, the fighting mechanics felt super solid, the storyline was more engaging, the characters were more... Basically, if they just did everything better, then Avengers would have been an amazing game. Anyway, sounds like that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, so Evil Genius 2 World Domination. I had just mentioned how Age of Empires 6 would probably be my entry point into the uh, RTS genre again. Sometimes I wonder if I would be better off served with Evil Genius 2, because that is a much more tongue-in-cheek, stylistic sort of game that lends itself to my evil empire proclivities, so I think I might get more enjoyment out of that. Not exactly the same kind of strategy experience, but I think that you would still categorize it that way. The Rift Breaker. People have tried to explain to me how the Rift Breaker works, like, that there's different genres that mash themselves up. It's almost like twin stick shooter, but then there's also, like, base building elements, and it doesn't matter how many times people tell me, I still don't really understand what the draw is to this game, which is exactly the reason why I would want to play it. The Forgotten City is a game that spawned out of an entire Skyrim mod. The team went off and they made a game uh, that took different themes and everything, but it, it was the idea of creating this place out of time that was also on a time loop and had a lot of investigative elements. And that sounded like a real treat. I just have to kind of be up for it. Time loop games can be kind of hit or miss for me. I've played some that were pretty good, and I've played some that just start to get frustrating for me. And so I'm not sure which one Forgotten City falls into. I have it on my list. I'm hoping to eventually play it because I want to see what this team was able to do. Uh, I never even played the Skyrim mod, to be honest with you, but the fact that they made a whole game out of it is pretty impressive in its own right. Speaking of time loop games, I also have 12 minutes on here. I'm probably less enthusiastic about that one, just because I know that there's a lot of press that was around it that said, I don't know, this seems like a bad idea, especially because apparently the end game has some questionable story beats, But it is the kind of odd title that makes me curious to play it because I don't necessarily want to just play games that are inherently good. 
sometimes I want to play games that I think might not be so that I can determine why they aren't. 12 minutes might be the latter. Subnautica Below Zero is another Subnautica game, and that should pretty much be everything I need to know. The first one was really good, this one is set in the Arctic, and there are land sections. Perfect. I think that this sounds like a great idea. I was actually planning on playing it as a stream game during Halloween. It was one of the ones I was considering to play as, like, the spooktacular title, but we ended up going a different route with it because I had to play Gary's Mod. So I probably would have been better off if I just did Subnautica. Record of Lodas War Deedlit in Wonder Labyrinth is the kind of game that by its title alone perplexes me. I know nothing about the lore of this game world. I I guess it is based on something else. I don't know what that is. But it is a Metroidvania. Therefore, I am prone to like it, so gonna have to try at some point. Last, but certainly not least, I have Halo Infinite. I've played several entries into the Halo series. I don't know if I have quite an appetite for shooters as I did when I was younger. Straight-up shooters. But I was kind of fascinated by the idea that they would take this franchise that was so well-known for having, like, chapter shooting runs, like individual levels that you would run through, and turning it into more of an open-world game. That alone gets me curious. I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it as much as other Halo games, but not because of the quality of the game itself, but because of how much I tend to enjoy shooters now, as opposed to the way I used to enjoy them. There you go. That's 16 games that I had on my 2021 to-do list that I did not get to. Uh, I'm already playing some games that came out in 2022, so who knows when I'm getting to these things. But if I do, you can bet that I'll have an episode on them, so I guess you'll know how many of these are actually knocked off. If I don't get to them in the next year, though, chances are I wasn't interested enough. And I'll be interested to see how many of these actually get played. Hey, was there anything from 2021 that you wanted to do that you didn't get a chance to? You can tell me. We're friends and I'm bored. Okay, doing the backing up like Homer Simpson into the hedge isn't really instilling me with a lot of confidence in her friendship. You could have just said no. Could have just said no. I would expect... I could respect that. Hello? Hello?